Hey everybody, it's time for the verse of the day, your daily bread, your promise box. I'm Shandy, let's jump in. So we are in the book of Isaiah, chapter 6 and verse 8. And this is what the scripture says. Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then said I, Here am I, send me. Not only is this scripture easy to immediately begin unpacking, um, but it has incredible context. And, and something that I read was such an interesting and profound take on this scripture that I wanted to share it with you today. In addition to just realizing that we are the answer to God's question that he is asking in this, in this moment. So this is Isaiah and he's writing in the year that King Uzziah died. So this was a man who had ruled for years and years and years, and he was a really good king and he had done what was right in the sight of God. But at the end of his life, he had turned and began to worship pagan gods and, and worship as the pagans did. And so he fell away from God and he was struck with leprosy and he died. And so I imagine, you know, this is probably a moment where uh, it seemed like things were going really, really well. And then the thing that you had maybe put your hope in or your expectation in goes south. And here Isaiah might be thinking, what now? You know, man, what just, it seemed like the the thing, it seemed like what God was doing was, it was going to happen. It seemed like, you know, everything was finally going to work out. And then boom. King Uzziah has died. So this is a, a, a year that marks probably a lot of disappointment for Isaiah and maybe for the, the people in general. But he has a vision and he sees God sitting upon his throne high and lifted up. And around him are these seraphim. And this is what I thought was so interesting because I don't have any context for seraphim. Like six wings, they cover their eyes, they cover their feet, they fly. Um, I know there was a song about them by Miss Angie that I listened to when I was really young. <laughs> so for those of you who want to go hear a really kind of weird Christian song, go look up Miss Angie. You could just listen to her whole very odd album. Um, but I loved it and it's totally nostalgic for me. But she totally sang a song about these and that they cry out, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, um, the whole earth is full of his glory. And so the the piece that I read that really just impacted me that I enjoyed greatly was about the fact that they you, they have six wings. They use two wings to cover their face and two wings to cover their feet. And it was uh, taken from that, that perhaps this is a sign of humility and a sign of reverence and awe before God, like that I won't even look at him, that I can't even look upon him. He's so glorious. And I, and I wouldn't even show him my feet. He's too um, amazing to, to even see this, which God loves your feet. If you're worried that this is applying to you, this isn't what was taken from, uh, beautiful are the feet of those who carry the gospel, right? Uh, but these are these angels and they use two wings to cover their eyes, two to cover their feet and two to fly. And, um, what I thought was in a really, really cool takeaway from that is that our reverence and awe of God our humility and humbleness before him should always come before our activity for him. So kind of that um, Mary Martha, you know, uh, uh, sitting at the feet of God was the the preferred thing to do rather than the busyness and the work that was happening. And so if you are all work and all busyness and all doing, and you don't have 
more reverence and fear and awe of God, then you have things on your calendar to do. Then perhaps we could take a clue from these seraphim who are in complete adoration and complete humility before God. And then, and then they fly. They do what they're supposed to do. They do what they were created to do, which is worship and, and fly right there, right? But they have six wings. They could be flying with all their wings, y'all, but, but instead they cover in humility. And most of what they're doing is being humble before God. And the least of what they're doing is an activity, is an action. And so as you go about your day, before you fill in your calendar with, well, I got to do this and I got to do this and I got to do this because, you know, faith without works is dead and we know that. And it's important that we be active and do what God has called us to do. But from a place of deep humility, from a place of deep adoration for who God is, uh, because otherwise we're just, we're just doing stuff. We're just uh, running around. What does that all mean if you don't have love, you know? So I thought that was a really interesting way to look at it. But as we just look at the scripture, I realized that God is asking a question. I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send? Who will go for us? And Isaiah wants to be the answer to that question. And he wants to, because God is wanting to send somebody, he's going to send someone. But he he wants to know, whom shall I send? Who do I choose? Not only that, who is willing? And so God is asking a question today. Whom shall I send into your job? Whom shall I send into your country, into your state? Who do I send across the globe to this country? But who is willing to go? And his response should be our response. Here am I. Look, look, God, here I am. You know, the, the, the eyes of the Lord, he's searching to and fro, looking for somebody that'll worship him in spirit and in truth. Somebody who is so in love with God, who so adores God, who stands so humbly before God that he is willing to go and do whatever task the Lord has. Not my will, but yours be done. Here am I. Send me. Because sometimes we might even say, oh God, I'm going to go, I'm going to do. And I, I really love uh, what Francis Chan said as we're talking about like activity and as about um, uh, what, what we're going to do for the kingdom. Um, it's so much better, like as Francis Chan said, if you consider a horse, you know, wouldn't you rather um, have to tell a horse like slow down, slow down too much, too fast, rather than kick a horse and the horse not go <laughs> like it's always better, I think. We have such a tendency to sit and say, well, if God tells me to do that, well, if God tells me, well, if I hear God tell me to do this, well, if God tells me to make food for somebody, well, if God tells me to make a donation, you know, well, if God lets me know I ought to be serving, instead of just sign up to do it, just go do it and let God say, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, you're doing too much. Okay, calm down. Okay, come back. Because if you're listening for God, if you're hearing from him, then he'll direct you and he'll, he'll tell you his word is a lamp into your feet and a light into your path. And if you stand in awe of him and you stand in awe of his word and you read it and you dive in and you pay attention, God's going to direct you to what you're supposed to do. And so sometimes though, we just go and, and, and I'm, I believe God is wondering who he can send. This is a difference. There's a difference between just running out and trying to do something and being sent by God. So as you pray and as you consider this scripture, 
What God are you sending me to do? Where are you sending me to go? What, what is the purpose that you have for me to do today? Because I know I have enough time in my day to do whatever you've asked me to do. I might have to say no to some other stuff. I might have to, you know, uh, quit signing up for things that are not my responsibility or that are not in my wheelhouse. I might have to say no to some um, opportunities, some events, you know, some parties, some hangouts. I might have to say no so that I can say yes to God because God is asking a question today. And he, he's given you everything that you need to fulfill the purpose that he has for you. He's given you the time. He's given you the skill. He's given you the ability to gain skill. Uh, gain wisdom, gain knowledge, gain understanding. If you ask for it, if you'll seek it, if you'll chase after it and run after God, then we can be the answer. God, I'm right here. You can send me. Send me. I don't want to just run out. I want to know that it's from you because I don't want to fill my day with stuff that's just stuff that seems like it's a good idea, that seems like it's beneficial. Lord, I want to be sent because when you send me, it's different. When you're sent to do something, there's no worry. When God intends for you to go, there's no worry. You can trust that he's going to take you and provide for you and care for you and watch over you. Um, but I think that if we, we make sure that we're in a place of just adoration and worship and humility before God, and we stay there, then the things that we do hear from God to do will be that much more impactful. You can spin your wheels and do all kinds of things all day long, right? We could have a lot of works. We could have a lot of, of things that we said, well, God, I did this for you. And God, I did this for you. God is looking for you to do the things he sent you to do so that you could do it with power and with peace and with his hand on you. So today, as you hear the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send? Who will go? I hope that your prayer is, here am I, send me. God, let me know what you need done, that I'm the one who needs to do it. And I want to, I want to be the answer. Don't you want to be the answer to God's prayer, to God's question? Don't you want to be the answer? I do. So that is Isaiah 6 and 8. I hope you enjoyed it. Totally dive in and check into some of this um understanding behind this vision that Isaiah had because uh, it's really profound and maybe I don't do the best job at explaining it but I hope that you can study it read it for yourself and walk away with some serious like break off some bread because the promises of God are full of truth and they remain forever enjoy God bless you we love you catch you next time